Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a flang on a car. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 63. On today's show, we look at who Molefi and Teki should, be, should select for the Bafana Bafana squad this month. We react to, to the CAF Champions League and the Nedbank Cup. And the announcement that fans are still banned from stadiums under level one regulations. Of course, I am not alone. I am joined by the one and only Mr. Sean Roberts. How are you doing today? Yes, sir. Fantastic. Thank you. And the one and only Deco Modise. How are you doing, sir? I'm good and you, Slupa. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or 96.7 FM's Game Time on Mahikang FM, welcome to the show. And we start off today's show with a joke of the day. Sean, what you got for us? Right here. Right. Someone removed the fifth month from all of my calendars. I'm really dismayed. Ah, Sean. No. <laughs> Sean. I can I I see Taiko just in tears. Sean. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> not the best one not the best one okay. alright from there we move on to hashtag ask the car wash this is where fans get to comment on Facebook asking a question to Tekumurise or Sean Roberts I start off with a question for Mr. Tekumurise this comes from Implanta Mashabane and he asks what is the difference between the current level of play for Mamelodi Sundowns and Pirates compared to the teams you played in back in the day? Ah, uh, feet. No, look, I, I think for me it's pretty much the same because a lot of players have, um, have assembled a better team than we had when I got there at Lano Pirates. You know, for me, I can actually look at the Pirates squad and say this is the team that can actually compete for the league. I couldn't say the same when I was still there. Maybe after I left, yes, but when I was still playing, no. And for Mamelodi Sundowns, I think they, you know, it's it's, it's been a team that is, uh, you know, been winning, been dominating for the last ten years. So it's very difficult to actually compare Orlando Pirates and Mamelodi Sundowns because Mamelodi Sundowns has been dominant. But also, you you're looking at both teams; they do have quality players, but it's it's. Sundance has the momentum. I think maybe Orlando Pirates needs that. They've got a trophy this season. They're looking to get the second one. So maybe this might be the season that turns things around. Would you rather, looking at both the Sundance and Pirates teams of today, would you rather play for Sundance and Pirates this season? Uh, you said one question. What, what kind of question is that? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, it's slow. You want people to kill me? No. What kind of question is that? I played it. It's done. Not playing for anybody anymore. He pleads. <laughs> Next question comes from David Nomberte, and he asks, "Why can't South African players score as much as European-based players?" I'm sure he's referring to the fact that, like, uh, a Premier League top scorer has like 23 goals, but we celebrated when somebody scored 16 last season. So, uh, throw that one at Sean. Why do you think that um, South African players struggle to score as many goals as European-based ones? Yeah, it's it's a good question. There's probably many reasons. Um, sure, it's a good question though. But it, it's 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 a very different game. Do you know what I mean? Like the Premier League and this uh, and the PSL is a very very different game. 
And we've seen when, uh, was it Nomberte, when he scored all those goals one season, it is possible. It is possible. And we are seeing now, I mean, we are seeing last season, we are seeing this season where there's two or three players in the 15, 16 goal mark. So I feel it is changing. Um, maybe Teko can add as to why, uh, is it a lack of quality? Is it a lack of support? Is it um, a lack of quality all round? Is the PSL just not as exciting as the Premier League? Um, I think it's a bit of everything, to be honest. Mm. Um, but I do feel that it is changing now. It, it really is changing. Um, you know, you've seen someone like Hamaldin now, who's, who's reached, reached double figures already this season, which is great to see. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have a, an out-and-out answer. I, I do presume it's possibly a lack of quality um, and lack, a lack of creativity. Um, but um, I, I, th- I think it is changing. I think another thing to add there is that there are fewer matches being played um, in our calendar year. We yeah. have 30 matches. Yeah. Premier League has 38. I think the Bundesliga has 34. So there's slightly more. I mean, you know, to be mm. fair, Robert Lewandowski can score 30 league goals in the season for on an off season. So it, it, it's a tough question to, yeah. to, to answer um, because we don't want to, you know, put down the quality of local players. Mm, 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 mm. No, but, uh, but I, I do feel, I do feel it comes down to uh, a lack of quality and you make a very good point, Stu, that we are possibly four and eight games behind them as well. So, um, but we, we do see that it is changing, which is great. This is the second season we're going to see someone scoring more than 15, 16, 17. But, but, yeah, but also, Sean, to, to, to add on what you're saying, I think also we we, we can also say um, lack of consistency as well within, within our players. Yeah. Because you speak about Lopendorsky, you've been doing this for how long? You know, and, 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 and also it helps that Lewandowski is playing for a team that has quality players. So that also contributes. So now we're speaking of, of Kamal Dean that has double figures this season. Will he get the double season next season? That becomes now the question of consistency or the quality around him or the quality with himself. Yeah. Because we've seen so many players, you know, having great season. One season, wonderful. And then next season, now we start searching him with uh, lights and torch. We start asking people, where is this player? Yeah. So I think there's lack of consistency within our teams, within our country. I think that plays a huge part because talent is there, but lack of consistency, I think that's big. And the last question, yeah, good point. which I, I goes for both of you, this one comes in from Chevy Mangala. Uh, he says, how do you cope with regrets after retirement? Deep questions. Mangala. Look, look. I think... Yeah, let the black men go first. (laughs) (laughs) It's early in the morning. I think for me, I'll I'll personally say um, I I I don't focus on 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 any regrets. Like I don't I I do have regrets, but they they don't actually determine or form uh, the person that I am today. I think what happened, I believe that was supposed to happen for me to be educated to learn from that. So I don't think anything that maybe for me that actually uh, bad happened before. It's something that I sit down and and think about it. And for me, I have a good sleep at night. What happened happened. I don't I don't I don't I don't dwell on regrets. I don't dwell on the past. There's so much that that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean that's very well said, Teko. Um, I think if you do live in the past, you sort of your future is a bit scattered. You know that there's a good saying in life if you've got 
one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're pissing on the present. Ah, uh, um, quote yeah. of the day. Ah, ah, quote ah, of the day. Ah, thank you. <laughs> very, very much. Um, but yeah, there, there have been a couple of regrets that have kept me up in the past, but I've come to peace with. Um, you know, the, obviously the, the first one was leaving Europe far too early. I should have stayed there and uh, and stopping playing too early. I think I could have had a good three, four, five more years. But it, it is what it is. I am where I'm supposed to be right now. I've got a beautiful family and um, who knows how things would have turned out if I didn't make those decisions. So, um, yeah, if you do live in regret, it's not a nice place to be in. So I just like Teko, I choose to look at the positives and be grateful that I was able to play professional football for so long mm. and meet the people I did which is um, paving my career now. And I, you know, it's made me who I am, put it that way. I think professional sports uh, makes a different breed of person, I really do, yeah. so I'm, I'm grateful for it. Yeah, them. you've got your own diploma now. Yeah, no regrets. <laughs> yeah. Tough times never no last. regrets. Last is never tough yes. times involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, we have the story about Malefian taking Bafana Bafana coach and the headache he has uh, selecting a squad later this month. Um, with Percy Dow, our star boy, struggling a little bit to break into that Brighton squad over in the Premier League. Wangani Zungu breaking COVID regulations and now he's out of favour for Rangers in Scotland. And generally, a lot of players just not having game time. Some of our star players. Um, so I need to ask you guys about this in, in terms of um, how both COVID and injuries are impacting the Bafana squad, uh, but the importance of these AFCON qualifiers. Um, how, how do you think Mulekinteki should approach selection this month? Yeah, it, it's such a big question. And this is something that's been playing on my mind for a long time throughout my career is, is basically if a player is not playing for his club, should he be selected for his country? And um, and Teko might have a different opinion on this. And but my, my honest answer is no. I, I don't see how that is possible. Um, but then you say, how do you leave out Percy? You know, how do you leave out Zungu? Then you look at the goalkeeping department. Um, there's only really Ronwin Williams who you can who you can choose. And without a doubt, in my eyes, he's still Bafana's number one. Um, there's talk of uh, Kumir getting called back to Bafana, which it, it baffles me, to be honest. And then Darren Keatu who doesn't have a team. So it's, it's I wouldn't like to be in Molefi's shoes right now. Um, but in my opinion, if you're not playing for your club, I don't see how you can play for your country. Deco, Shawnees, before you grill, uh, slow and short. I think uh, for me, I would say, first of all, um, as a national team coach, um, I think after six, even after 10 games, you should have an idea or a core of your team. And, and 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 that also yes um, um, needs to be what strategically because if you don't know whether the player will be playing weekly regularly in this team or not, but as a national team you need to have a core team. You can't be chopping changing every time you're playing a different team. You can't be having different selections just because somebody's on form. You need to have a team, a core team. Then you add on. Uh, whenever you can, whenever you find a gap, whenever you find an opportunity, those are that's that's the mentality of a team that wants to win, that wants to progress and go forward. A team that wants to please everybody, they put everyone that's on form. You scored against Kesheshiv this week, next week you're in the Bafana Bafana team, and we've seen this happening so many times. For me, for me is is we we speak about players going overseas, we we speak about how proud we are, let them go overseas, let them fight, but 
when Pace is not playing in Brighton, we say Pace is struggling. You want him to fight for the, uh, you want him to be on the bench, not playing in Belgium or fight for the first, uh, for the lineup in the EPL. I think for B Pace is, is where he's supposed to be. Whatever experience that he's gaining out is going to make him a better player. Sure. And Pace doesn't, uh, Pace, Pace's uh, 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 lack of game time at Brighton doesn't, uh, doesn't, as he's far in a better position than many South African players that are playing local. Yeah. He's competing with, he's competing at the, one of the best leagues. Bongani Zungu, yes, he, he, he broke the protocol for his club. They, they, they took him back his, now he's asked for forgiveness. He wrote letters and give hugs. He's back. He's playing, <laughs> and 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 him playing. Uh, uh, um, we we can't be Bafana Bafana. We we are not in the space of Spain, my friend. Where if Iniesta's playing the shot in South Africa, we don't have that. We don't have a better uh, a center uh, central midfielder than than Pongani Zungu or Tulane Serer, for instance. We don't. The reason why we, uh, we we argue sometimes and say, yeah, we do have better because we don't actually have time to watch your Bongani Zungus, your Pesita most of the time. We only see what we see here locally and we think that uh, playing against Ghana, we can match. We can't. We, we, we're playing against guys that are playing in top leagues every week in, week out. And uh, we have our call of the, the Bafana Bafana team that are playing locally. And, and and whenever we have to bring those guys that are actually uh, in good spaces overseas to come in and help us, we put them on the bench. We don't play them. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing that I that I wanted to throw back at Sean, and that's if we do bring in somebody who's not used to the Bafana setup, do you think that they'll be able to adapt in time to face a team like Ghana this month? Yeah, I mean, I just want to echo, <clears throat> I think the short answer is no, but, um, and that's why I said, you know, I, I, I'm very much against players who don't play for their clubs, shouldn't play for the country. But like Teko said, is the experience someone like Percy Tower is getting, and it's, it's very difficult to leave him out. Mm-hmm. And like Teko said, you know, a, a a national team, you need consistency. You need you need this. You need repetition. Mm. You need the same players mm. uh, each week or whenever it is, each month. So a slew. There might be a rare case where a player comes and fits in straight away. Um, but yeah, it is very rare. But I mean, as a, a national team player or a national team fan or as a national team coach, you sort of want that core week in and week out. And yes, there will be some changes along the way, hundred percent. Just like Jack Grealish has done for England, he's come in and he's fitted in, he's done amazing. Um, but it is rare. Um, but the majority of the question, I would say, no, it's very difficult. And also, Sean, just to, to 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 add on what you're saying, I think we should for us to get back to where we said. It was an honor to wear the Bafana Bafana jersey. It felt great to play your first game. I think the reason why we said that because we knew that at the time, you know, it was it was we're in a different space where we had to fight to be in the Bafana Bafana, and you knew the Bafana Batima uh, how great it was, the players that they had. Yeah. I think we need to go back and and reassess how we we select these players to come into the national team. We want we want the quality players to come to the national team, not on form players. You understand what I'm Good saying? Because I think I think we we're focusing more on on-form players than quality players. Anybody can be on form, guys. So we want quality players, something that is sustainable, something that will help us, you know, going forward. Because you have an informed player, he plays two games, great. And then and then what? Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, we, we spoke about this in the past. We yeah. We spoke about this in the past, take away. Yeah. I, I think Bafana's like, <laughs> I think everyone's had a Bafana cap. You know what I mean? Everyone has. It's, everyone it's, has. It's, I mean, and most of them were like 15 or 16. You're like, when? Who are you playing against? Lesotho? Yeah, yeah. Um, it is It is one of the... Olympian Seki has a particularly hard job, especially with the COVID and, 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 and injuries to certain players. I mean, Rushin Duruk was just finding his feet in the Bafana squad as well. He hasn't uh, played as much for uh, Sundowns. Um, and there's a couple other players who've just had niggling injuries and you don't know about their fitness. But we move on to the next story, which is uh, Chiefs and Sundowns in the CAF Champions League. Uh, this is a tale of two cities performing very, very differently at the moment. The Sowetan Giants not having a great time in the CAF Champions League. They're sitting on a draw and a loss, an embarrassing loss, uh, shall I say, to uh, Widad Casablanca, who are, of course, a very good team in the CAF Champions League. They have a rich history there. Uh, where, on the other hand, Sundowns might, might be looking like early favorites if they can continue their form. Um, they've won two from two. They won 5-1 against Belizedad. So, you know, starting with Chiefs, last time we spoke about Chiefs in the CAF Champions League, we said that they have to basically choose their poison. Do they focus on the DSTV Premiership or do they focus on the CAF Champions League? Uh, watching them play, do you think that maybe they should just, you know... Um, throw all their chips in the DSTV Premiership load and, um, you know, call it a day, so to speak, in the CAF Champions League. What do you think, Sean? Um, <laughs> I think it's too late in the Champions League anyway, isn't it? Um, I'm just trying to see their fixtures. But I mean, yeah, I think I think for the, the Kaiser Chiefs faithful, I think it's a season. Um, I hope they do, do turn things around. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's a season they want to soon forget either. How, however way this goes um but yeah they, they really do need to start finding some form and but again i, I keep on saying this it's kaiser chiefs you know it's not like we're talking about chippo or maritzburg no disrespect to any team but you know this is a team that deserves to be where they are in the champions league uh rightfully so they've got their place so yeah, they've got to give 100 percent. it's kaiser chiefs and they've got to give 100 percent in the league it's kaiser chiefs do they have the depth? No, we know they don't. But it's still no excuse. They've got to give 100% and we expect more. For sure, we expect more. Mm. But before I pass it to Teko, um, what did you make of the whole um, you know, issue with news? Um, do you think that um, it's, it's, a, it's a cause for concern that it took so long and, and we had to basically uh, give Kath an ultimatum that they won't play in neutral venues? Do you think that that'll be a theme for the rest of the competition? I hope not, but it's it's Africa slew. I mean, it's. Uh, I remember when me and Teko we traveled to uh, uh, was it Mali? I think Teko. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was absolutely horrific. I mean, I think we were at the airport for twelve hours. They just they made everything so for us. Yeah, I remember um, and that. That's what you. That, yeah, that, that's what you've got to deal with. So, um, and so whenever a South African team goes and plays in Africa, uh, you got to deal with that. Yeah, Teko, what, what do you make of Chiefs? I mean, that 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 loss to Widad was quite humbling. Um, do you think? Do you think maybe overreacting by saying that they should give up in that in that in that competition? Do you think that four more matches they can turn it around? What's your What's your perspective? Uh, to be to be honest, I think um, just to add on, Ninja, I think the Chiefs are in a situation where they wish season can just end today. 
and uh, so that they can regroup and 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 uh, and start enjoying football again. Because I don't think um, as any of the members, even from the technical staff to the players, I don't think anybody's enjoying the season at the moment because nothing's going their way. And to make things worse, you're in the Champions League. You're playing against your Widat, which has which has won the trophy before, which is a, you know the group's favorite. It becomes very very difficult and to lose for Nohar, you know. Um, it's it's one of those things where it 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 might work against them or it might work for them depending on how they look at things. Here's what I'm saying: uh, when uh, when when Mamelodi Sundowns uh, with Peter Simon went to the Champions League for the first time, we got hammered. Chief, we, we came back, came back with like a lot of experience. We came back knowing how tough it is and how difficult it is to play there. But we said to ourselves that we whenever we get an opportunity next season we must win it and that's what exactly what we did next season but for Kaiser Chiefs what I'm saying is you need to what what Kaiser Chiefs are struggling with within the league is their fighting spirit you know the confidence you know the eager to to fight till the end and that's what Champions League teaches you you know to to be united to play as a group and I think if 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 they if if they do well, I'm not saying I'm not expecting Kelsey to go all the way through, but I'm just saying if they do well, it might help them to turn things around within the league because I think that's where the important is. Because there's no there's no point in saying ah guys um, ignore the Champions League and come back into the league. You need something to help you to come into the PSL and, and be able to perform. And at this moment, they don't have NetBank, they've got nothing in between. The only thing that they have in between is Champions League, where they can actually have a breather and 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 play normally because the pressure is, it's not there. Everybody's expecting KZ Chiefs not to go all the way in the Champions League because they're playing in the league. So I think it, it might work for them depending on how they look at it. But I'm sure with the Gavin Hans mentality, they want that to help them is so that when they come back with because now we're speaking about if you look at Kazuchi, we always speak about Anokovic is fighting, Alperepaka is fighting. Yeah, but we don't we don't even go to more than five. And that's that's unfair because now we we, we don't know how these guys feel. We don't know how because football is about emotions as well. We don't know how these guys feel. You know, we don't know how where the mental state is. This is this is this gets back to the previous podcast where we spoke about the mental uh, uh, thing when it comes to football. Do we need a psychologist in football? We said, yes. These are the issues. These are the times that we need that. I don't think as a Chiefs are struggling in terms of performance. They're not, they're not bad players. It's just that also to become a great player, you need to have a strong mentality. Not everybody has that. And that's what KG is struggling with. And I think Champions League might help them with that. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how they perform against... Um... I think it's oh yeah, uh, Luanda Petro Duro. Sorry, the Angolan team Petro de Luanda. Petro de Luanda. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Petros. Obrigado. Because they face them back to back. They're not a, a, a massive team, but of course, that's an opportunity I think for Chiefs to kind of mm-hmm. bounce back. Um, a team that doesn't need to bounce back is Sundowns. Um, and we did mention I think when the season started, if you're going to sign all these players, you have to compete for everything. And they are doing so. Um, they're still in the NetBank Cup. Uh, they still have to play, I believe, their round of 16 match. Um, they're still, you know, in the hunt for the DSTV Premiership, leading the way with games in hand. And they're looking pretty good in the Champions League. Do you think it's 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 too early to make, you know, broad judgments? Or do you think that they are genuinely contenders to go the distance, perhaps semifinals, perhaps uh, even to the final? Seriously, I think it comes down to what Tech was saying in terms of uh, how the PSL in general lacks consistency 
but how consistent Sundowns have been. And that's mm. what excites me. And yes, it's due to their depth of the team. And yes, they've got a, uh, a big check. And, you know, I mean, Patrice has got uh, more money than Teco, you know? So you've got a lot of money. Of course. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, of course. He's Petrocard uh, itself. No. <laughs> But I'm 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 excited, hey! I think Sundowns. I, I think the way they're playing, um, they've scraped a couple of results in the, in the in the Premier League, which 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 wins you trophies at the end of the day. It's the one nil away wins. It's, it's the two one scrapes. It's it's the clean sheets here and there. Um, it's the depth of their squad, and that's carrying through now into Africa. So um, I don't think you. I think you can start getting excited. I think uh, I think. Sundowns have the squad to go all the way. I really do. Mm. I hope they do. What's also, Sean, what's interesting as well is Mamadou Sundowns, they always find themselves in this situation every season. So for, to them, it's not new. They, they know this road. They know the difficulties of being involved in the, in, in, in the group stages of the Champions League and focusing on the league and there's nothing cup as well. So... This is this is the life of Manu Sundowns players for the last past what eight nine years ten years. So they 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 understand um, what it feels like. I'm not too sure about the younger ones or the new ones that are coming in at Manu Sundowns because now you spend most of the time in camp. But this is the life. But you also look at their group. The, you know Sundowns are the favorites and they've got Tipi Mazembe. And Tipi Mazembe is no longer the strong team that it used to be. So I think Sundowns will actually be able to go through. Um, um, I won't. I won't. I don't see them having difficulties in doing so. But also speaking of consistency, like Sean has said, they need to come back again and and have that mental switch to be able to adapt to what the league requires of them, and be able to dish out the football that's supposed to be and win all the way. But I'm still saying as well that I just, I just, I just wish that as much as I know that Sundowns has the capabilities and has the players to go all all the way through, I just wish Cage Chiefs can can make it. You know that that back-to-back win against Petros, so that they can change the the, the feeling of the team, and, and and by doing so is 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 the thing is like I know that next season Kansas Chiefs is going to be a clean sweep, but you also want that clean sweep to start with an MTN eight. Mm. You don't want them to start outside MTN eight. So I, I I hope that 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 back-to-back victory from the CAF um, uh, Champions League might bring that confidence back. And then so that they can help them within the league so that whenever they start afresh, my friend, you've got your foundation is already there because if they actually don't, I foresee the same uh, the same roller coaster that's happening right now. It's going to happen next season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from there, we move on to the international news desk. And for that, we are joined by Sokola Duma uh, international correspondent, Mr. Kurt Buckerfield. Kurt, how are you doing? Good to be back. Hey, Long Kurt. The, the, the person who's always on holiday. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Easy, easy. Good. Uh, Want to start with Manchester City, who are running through the English Premier League untouched. Uh, they look like uh, obvious favorites for the championship, but... Uh, I want to ask uh, Kurt a curveball question, and that's, do you think that they can emulate this form in the UEFA Champions League, the trophy that has escaped them, the, the one that got away, so to speak? Do you think that Man City can, can make it happen next week, also in the Champions League? Um, so that's a difficult question because, uh, you know, we thought that 
City could go all the way last season and then they bottle it um, against the in the semi-final. Was it the semi-final or the quarter-final? Um, uh, quarter-final, but I hope so. Personally, I hope so. I'm, I'm a United fan, but I just want to see Pep Guardiola win the champion. I feel like, and we keep saying this, but I feel like this is the best chance he has to do it um, since being at Barcelona because this team right now is playing some of the best football you'll ever see. Um, mm. For Pep Guardiola, I think, to to turn things around, back around, to get City playing this kind of football after the slump they had last season, um, it's something he's never done in his career. He's never had a season like last, I think, nine league games and, and got them back to this incredible level. And, um, you know, that's what's happening with Liverpool now. This, this current slump they're experiencing is, is what happened. But they're back to an incredible level, um, playing f- spectacular football again. And it's arguably the best. Um, everybody's bought back into that system. And I think that's 21 consecutive wins now on the bounce. So it's incredible. And I personally hope they can do it too in the Champions League. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a scary team to face. Uh, here's my Arsenal oh, reference God. of the day. I have to mention them at least once every car wash. <laughs> we lost one nil to City, and honestly, I was fine with that because it's 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 terrifying the the number of goals that they're able to score through different players. Um, and I'll, I'll pass it to the actual City fan here, Sean. Yeah. How are you feeling um, this season? Uh, give you a, your chance to glow. Well, I mean, Teko is also a City fan. Don't forget. So um, yeah, dude, I think Kurt said it all. Hey, I mean, it's. What Pep has done is no short of miraculous. And it'll be interesting to see if Klopp can do the same next season. But enough about Liverpool. Uh, yeah, the City have been absolutely phenomenal. Um, just such a pleasure to watch every weekend. And you sort of, you just know what's coming. You know, there's another three points on the horizon. And it's and like Kurt was saying, it's been a good it's been a good 12 months since you felt like that. So um, I just hope to they can uh, carry this form into the Champions League. It should be very interesting. We're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, uh, before we wrap this up, I do want to ask you about this uh, situation with Zamalek. Uh, you posted a, a really dope article on uh, the Sokola Duma site. What's, hap- what's happening with them and this potential relegation before we wrap up uh, the international news? So the, um, that involves Benjamin Achimpong, who's a striker, a Nigerian striker who joined Zamalek in, in 2017. He went out on loan just a few months later and then left the club permanently um, in 2018. So he wasn't at the club for made a handful of appearances, but he claimed that he wasn't paid correctly and he was sort of taken advantage of um, and that he was owed you know, a certain amount. And his case was then looked at by CAS, the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Um, they backed the player, as have FIFA now, um, who have ordered Zamalek to pay him what he is owed, and that is apparently around $1 million dollars. Um, so that's a big payday for him um, to pay that before 30 days or they face, you know, a hefty fines, a transfer ban and, and possibly even relegation, which um, is hard to imagine. Um, it's hard to imagine Zamalek, Egyptian giants being relegated. The crazier things have happened in football. Yeah. Um, when was it when Juventus, was it Juventus who were relegated in yeah. the Serie A? Um, so it can happen, and and there was rumors can that, happen. It really that Man can. City would have would have been um, relegated. That yes, remember that. Wow, yeah, madness. These past few years, <laughs> when you look back, have been long as hell. But uh... <laughs> mood. 
Thank you very much for joining us True on the story. show. That is Kurt Buckerfield, international news correspondent for Soccer La Duma. Have a great day, bro. Thanks, guys. Cheers. All right. Um, the sound engineer tells me we're running close to 50 minutes, so I'm going to skip over to this week in football ah. history. Today, we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. This week, back in 2014, Bafana Bafana lost. 5-0 to Brazil on the back of a Neymar hat-trick. That fixture marked the passing over of South Africa's host nation duties from the 2010 World Cup to the new World Cup hosts. And funnily enough, four months later, Brazil would suffer their own humiliation, losing 7-1 to Germany at that World Cup. This week, back in 2002, Real Madrid celebrated their 100th birthday with a loss to Deportivo La Coruña in the Copa del Rey final. Uh, they are now 119, just slightly younger than Sean Roberts. And this week also marks Ooh. a year since the PSL's first precautionary measures for COVID-19 were announced. That was before lockdown came into play two weeks later. And from there, we move into our move to level one regulations, which still doesn't allow fans in stadiums. Um, do, do you think that this is unfair to fans and, and supporters? Do you think that it's just uh, one of those things? You know, there's new strains every week, it feels like. Um, what do you make of, of, of this, you know, of, of, of sports still being banned when we can go to malls and be out in public and be on buses and taxis and airplanes? Do you think that it, that is like not fair, that it's unbalanced? Or do you think it's one of those things? Yeah, I think with what comes on a game day, um, at a PSL game or any other sports game that matter is a lot of drinking. Um, not for everybody, but a lot of drinking, a lot of socializing, a lot of people being a bit more relaxed about life. And that's when um, this virus can spread. So although it is frustrating for us fans, um, I don't think it's the wrong call. I do think these regulations are going to be here for the rest of the year as well. Unfortunately, that's my opinion. Um, so yeah, I think we just got to deal with it, enjoy the games on the TV, and then when they when the ban is lifted, obviously life continues as normal, which we cannot wait for, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Deco, do you think do you think that we could try and do uh, something like what they're doing in the states, where if it's an open stadium, you know, so not basketball, but like an open stadium, like we have plenty of that, there's socially distanced fans. Do you think that South Africa is capable of pulling that off, dude? I think if we were capable of pulling a, a bubble and still the league continued and it finished the way it did, I think we are capable. Mm. I think South Africa is capable of many, many, many things. And I think it's as, as much as as much as it's it's on level one, like you said, it's, it's not unfair not to bring the fans in, but you can actually have a certain number that is allowed to come and watch the games. Because also you 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 also need to understand what what football does for people. What, it, what football means to other people. You know, sometimes it's very, 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 very uh, uh, um, tough and, and, and we're in difficult times right now. You need something, you know, you need something that you love. You want to do something that you love and you're restricted from doing that. But let's give it an opportunity. You know, maybe let's say maybe, um, you know, 500 fans per side with social distancing. You know, a home team's responsibility to do so, sanitizing, to do all this. Don't love to do that. We want to see their fans you know also we want to see our games we want to see our favorite teams also playing so i think slowly and slowly reintroducing it uh, i i think we, we 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 can if 
be allowed to, to be in trains and planes because I've been traveling a lot with my friend. There's no social distancing in a plane, nothing whatsoever. So I think I think I think we, we can be given that opportunity to bring back the fans. Not all of them. So, you know, but I think but I think on a serious note, I think I, I think PSL can. I, I think I think we can. I think it's important for, for especially with what happened now. I think the importance of SAFA and the PSL working together, I think it's for the people, it's for the for the greater good or for the people. I think we can, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a tough one. What I do know is that from a SAFA and ministry perspective they're kind of trying to watch their own a little bit and so i i think i think um it, it's unlikely uh towards the end of this season which sucks but i definitely think it, it should be considered uh particularly when we talk about you know international matches coming up and the start of next season um there there, there are there are opportunities to give it a try uh but we'll see how things go uh but we have some matches to do predictions for this weekend. Um, of course, Chiefs and Sundowns both still uh, play in the CAF Champions League. Um, but we do have the Cape Town Derby, Cape Town City versus Stellenbosch should be a cracker. Uh, you know, it sucks that we can't go there. Uh, you know, it is just around the corner, Cape Town Stadium. But uh, Sean, who do you think has the edge in this one? Um, uh, Stellenbosch need a result, but I think Cape Town City are going to... Um, and they take it. Even though they're coming off a bad result, uh, they're playing some very good football. I got Cape Town City. They go. Ah, Cape Town City, my friend, no doubt. Look, like Sean has said, Stelly's, I've watched Stelly so many times. You know, Stelly's is, I don't want to make a silly analogy, but Stelly's is one of those teams where you feel like this, they're lacking something, but you don't know what it is. Like they, they've got a good structure, they, 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 but they can't score, they can't win. They can't defend very well, so there's something that is lacking there. So, for, and also, to, it's it's a, it's very very difficult to play Captain City. Captain City, the pitch is big. They'll keep the ball. They'll hide the ball. So, I don't see I don't see Stelis winning that. Yeah, and fun fact about Cape Town City, they are tied for the most goals scored in the uh, DSTV Premiership on 28, but they also suffer from a weak defense with wow. 26. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those. As long as they stay scoring. They should be okay against Stelis. And then we have Chipper United, which is Sean Roberts' favorite team, versus Orlando Pirates. Um, you know, yeah. Pirates actually not too bad in recent years to be premiership matches. They sit third now on 32 points. Who do you guys have in this one? Um, Chipper coming off a, a win against Cape Town City in the Netbank Cup. So they'll be high flying, but uh, I'm going to go with Pirates, even though it is a way for Pirates. I think. Uh, Playing some good football. Pirates three points all the way. I'll I'll go with Pirates for for one reason. Pirates are starting to look like a team that uh, that knows how to win games even uglier, and that's the championship mentality. So I think we're not going to see a great game. I think Chipo will have more of the ball, but Pirates will win. And the next one we have. This is actually. Low-key a revenge uh, match for Morocco Swallows because uh, they lost to TTM in the round of 16 of the Nedbank Cup and they, they, they get a chance. But um, back-to-back losses for Swallows for the first time this season, they lost to TS Galaxy in the league recently. So do they bounce back against TTM and get their revenge or is this the start of a little bit of a, a run of form? Who do you guys have? Um, it's a tough one. I think I'm going for a draw here. Um, it was a very dull game. It wasn't a great game to watch. There's not much in both teams, but uh, I'm going to go 
Yeah, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw. I'll go for a 0-0 zero, zero draw because I think people have understood how Swallows are playing. People are starting to catch up on what Swallows is trying to do. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's one of those. Like, I remember saying, we had this conversation early in the season. I said, guys, for me, the league starts on game 16. You know, and, and this is uh, some of the teams on game 16. I think this is what it matters most. I think it's important for, for Solace coach to turn things around a little bit. And uh, But look, he's in a great position. So, but I see a draw here. Because TTM also, they've got new injection in their system, new bonuses. Hey, Come on, guys. TTM is alive. Yeah, man. And when you get to the halfway point in the season, what you really need to keep going is drive. Um, and you know, you know what you know what else you drive is cars. <laughs> Do you have a problem? <laughs> well, Slew, what else you drive is cars. Yeah, right. This week is uh, Max Mbiver, who is the reserve team or the second choice goalkeeper for Golden Arrows. He's got the latest the latest version of the Golf 7 GTI. What we like about this, it's impeccable build quality, the premium feel, the effortless performance, the ride and handling balance, the practicality, and of course the advanced features. What we don't like is pricey, but of course with the VW GTI, you get what you pay for. The alternatives in this, in this range is the BMW 1 Series and the Mercedes A250 Sport. For something a little bit cheaper, you could go to the Renault Megane uh, RS or the Ford Focus ST coming in at around 650,000 Rand. I'm giving it a 8.5 out of 10. Very nice. And uh, in a time when everybody uh, is uh, going back to work, traffic is back, uh, I think everybody needs a little motivation. Uh, so, who do you have for our quotes of the week? Yes, sir. Slew Dog. Uh, this is my, my man, Linda Tambo. He says, Every situation in life is temporary, so when life is good, make sure you enjoy it and receive it fully. And when life is not so good, remember that it will not last forever and better days are on the way. Whether you have been listening to yeah. us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahi Gang 96.7 FM's Game Time, thank you for tuning in. I have been your host, Slu Paho. That has been Mr. Sean Roberts. <laughs> and that has been Mr. Tiko Modi. <laughs> Oh, that's Lou. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Oddly sexual. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We'll be here same time, same place next week. Peace. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car.